Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This week's podcast is sponsored by Hayloft Plants Limited of Pershaw, Worcestershire. Hello and welcome to this week, well, in the airport. I'm Peter Seabrook, taking a break from the garden and heading to Holland. Uh, as you can probably hear, I'm recording from the departure lounge of Luton Airport, after a 5.30am start to the day, which came a bit hard, I can tell you. And I'm waiting for my flight to uh, Amsterdam and the Alsmere Trade Fair, housed in those enormous auction buildings, a short taxi ride from Schiphol. Actually, I have to confess, I'm not really at Luton, but uh, at home where Rich thought it would be fun to fool you into thinking that I was on location with a few well-chosen sound effects. However, most uh, of the podcast this week is uh, genuinely on location, and you'll hear my interviews from the exhibition halls and also walking the paths of uh, one of the uh, fantastic nurseries in Boscoop, uh, a bit south of uh, Amsterdam. Now, it's two years since I've uh, made that journey to Holland, and quite honestly, I have to tell you, I miss it. The trade shows that we have several times a year based in Holland attract uh, horticulturists from around the world, and it's the way that I keep in touch with uh, what's going on and, and what is likely to happen. I mean, in the past... I'm talking the 1970s, I would actually drive to South End where the plane actually carried my car and we flew to Hostend and then drove. And of course, more recently, very easy, you know, I just get uh, in my car, drive to South End, jump on the plane, skip all in an hour or so and life was very easy. But it's not the same now, I can tell you. You need to have a COVID test a special test that I had to go to Gatwick to get before you can even set out. And then, of course, you'll need another test when you get back. The paperwork and all of the legal implications are frustrating, to say the least. But I couldn't be more pleased when I got there. It was like being let out of a cage. Tremendous number of really brilliant flower and plant displays, over 600 of them in the auction alone. And I went on from the auction to one of the big exhibition halls that was built for the Floriade about uh, 10 or 15 years ago, where there were cut flower growers from around the world. Roses, stocks, and orinums, every flower you could imagine of the highest quality. And of course, all the people involved in the growing and the handling of them. 
every few feet down the avenues you'd bump into somebody and be able to say hello after two years and exchange quite a few uh, views and ideas. The main Oldsmere trade fair is on the, uh, I think it's the third or fourth floor of the big auction building and there'll be exhibitors really with everything connected with commercial horticulture. All the different house plants that you could imagine, both green and flowering, all kinds of materials related to floristry, the very latest in uh, plant introductions, both indoors and out, uh, quite a lot of garden plants, Christmas roses, for example, in full flower, plenty of trees and shrubs, holly, the, the deciduous one grown for its berries, anything really that you're interested in connected with floristry, houseplants uh, and a fair bit of gardening, you can see there and find an expert in one of those subjects. Now, as a young man, I worked on rose gardens uh, and also on rose nurseries. And so the, the English rose is uh, very high in uh, my appreciation. And, and boy, have things changed. I mean, if you went back to the 1950s, uh, there would have been a few greenhouses in Britain growing varieties of rose like uh, um, Lady Sylvia. But it would have been a very expensive uh, luxury product. Then, of course, with the high rise of uh, heating fuels and of cheaper air freight, a lot of that rose growing was shipped to Kenya, Colombia and Ecuador. Interesting that they find a variation in climate by just going up the mountain. In other words, if it's too hot at ground level, they just go up a few thousand metres and, and get to somewhere that's a bit cooler. And the rose breeders got cracking and they bred roses to suit those sort of conditions. And now we can get cut roses being flown in from uh, those subtropical climates, which have a stem thicker than your finger and up to three feet long. And the flowers have got so big uh, that they're almost too big. At the show, I saw that spray roses, you know, stems with a lot of small buds on it are becoming fashionable and the rose breeders are paying attention to that. I also came across a breeder from Denmark that are breeding gourmet roses. Now, these are little small roses that they can cut and use them as a cake decoration or you can scatter them to colour up your salad. The interesting twist to gourmet roses, as they call them, in eight different colours, is that, of course, because they're edible, they're zero rated. And so they'll be 20% cheaper than roses you can't eat. I brought a box back because you can buy a box of 12 of these roses in three different colours. They'll last up to three weeks if you keep them cool because my niece uh, is a domestic science teacher and so I delivered them to her and by chance uh, her son-in-law's birthday was that weekend so she's made birthday cakes. Uh, but my brother was not impressed. He said it was like eating grass. There you are. You can't uh, satisfy everybody. Now, the one thing you would expect to see uh, visiting a cut flower show in Amsterdam would be tulips. And sure enough, I did see some absolutely cracking tulips, really stiff stems, beautiful dark green leaves and 
big colourful flowers in a whole range of uh, different cultivars. So there we are. We had tulips from Amsterdam, except uh, <laughs> they didn't come from Amsterdam. The bulbs had been grown in New Zealand and, of course, grown with a six-month shift in the season. They will be flowering much earlier than is the case. Two or three years ago, I saw tulips that came in from uh, Chile, given the same kind of treatment. But I have to tell you, these New Zealand tulips were uh, top class. So next time when you buy a bunch of tulips in, in September and October, you may like to think, uh, I wonder where they came from. Well, now here, as I indicated uh, a few minutes earlier, uh, we have the interviews with uh, some of the people I met, both uh, at the Alsmere Flower Auction and again in uh, the great uh, town of Boscoop, where some of the best nursery people in the world uh, abide. There's quite a buzz here, I can tell you, at the uh, auction halls in Alsmere, uh, and I'm surrounded by a bevy of lovely ladies who are on the Fleur Select stand, 600 different exhibits here, and first of all, Sally, if I could ask you to just explain very quickly what Fluoroselect is and what your gold medal special winner is for 2022. Hello, Peter. Well, thank you for joining us today and welcome to the Netherlands again. And well done for getting here. Peter, yes, you're on our stand and we are Fleur Select. And on the wall behind me, Peter is looking at that, and all our members, Peter, and they are all breeding companies and young plant companies, but also companies which sell a packet seeds. Some of the UK companies like Thompson & Morgan and Unwind, etc., also members of Fleur Select. So we're into breeding. We're into new varieties. We're into bringing beauty and new plants to the market and just coincidentally this moment we are also publicizing our gold medals for 2022 they are varieties which have been tried actually not this year but last year and now are this year being propagated ready for sale to the consumer in 2022 and I have uh, here in front of me the leaflet I always have to look at the leaflet of gummy bear I don't look at the leaflet I'm telling you about gummy bear Peter because Peter gummy bear is a beautiful sunflower look at the size of it the double flower bred in France you know French are very well known for sunflowers so I do hope that the consumer will enjoy gummy bear next year uh, thank you and then next round of the table I have Anne your colleague at Fleur Select now Anne can you tell us a little bit about a lovely blue forget-me-not Hello, Peter. Good to see you. Yes, I can. I'd be delighted to. I'd like to tell you something about uh, Myosotus alpestris bellamy blue from Flora Grand. It has won a gold medal with Flora Select because the jury felt that uh, its deeper blue color was not yet existing in the fertilization-free Myosotis. And our jury sees many commercial possibilities for this uh, variety. Um, it has a compact uh, plant shape and it is suited for pots and uh, mixed containers and also as a front row bedding plant. I love it. I love the dark blue color. It's just very cute, I feel. And then I'd like to show, I'd like to show you this one. It's Belize Double Scarlet. It has won a gold medal as well. The 
jury felt that it had a very attractive color with a good habit and a good performance, very good brand branching, and it is really compact. It shows double scarlet red flowers, and it really has remarkable scores in last year's trials. You sound quite enthusiastic about that, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and then next door to me, I have... Uh, Jill. Jill has actually been on uh, our podcast before, as indeed has Sally. Now, Jill, your company, Sakata, has a gold medal winner. And perhaps you should tell us a little bit, too, about some patterns that have done so well at uh, Floral Fantasia at Hyde Hall. Hi, Peter. Well, as the girls before me have said, but I'm going to say it too, it's absolutely lovely to see you. And we're so glad that you managed to make it here to Holland this week. I'm going to start with our gold medal winner since uh, to, to finish the line of the gold medals. Uh, Sakata is very proud to have won a 2022 Fleur Select gold medal for our Zinnia Profusion Red Yellow Bicolor. Zinnia Profusion is actually a very well awarded series within the Fleur Select gold medals over a large number of years and I think I can say, I'm pretty sure, I'm looking at Sally, that we won our first gold medal back in the last century, (laughs) back in 99. So for more than 20 years, this series has... um, has been winning Fleur Select gold medals and is actually the most awarded series in the Fleur Select gold medal history. Each gold medal is every year is given for a breeding breakthrough. So what that's showing is that after a series being in the market for 20 years, it's still breaking through and still making important new improvements. Now, Profusion is a zinnia, not your normal zinnia as many people would have in their gardens. It's a hybrid zinnia, so it's very strong. It's disease resistant. You know how zinnias sometimes go sort of all uh, soft in the middle. And the Profusion's a very, very strong garden plant. So excellent in all kinds of uh, inclement or clement British weather. It's a shame to describe it rather than show it, but Profusion Red Bicolor has an absolutely striking uh, yellow flower with a red bicolor pattern in the center. And what's lovely about this plant is that it's actually a sort of chameleon because as the flowers age, instead of getting sort of uglier and falling off, they actually get more beautiful because they turn to all kinds of shades of peach, yellow and light red, pink as they go through the season. So you have a world of colors on one plant. It's, it's, it's super. We love it. Briefly on the some patients, because we were so pleased that you instigated the plantings of some patients at Floral Fantasia at Hyde Hall this summer. And as we were just discussing earlier, those plants have been well-traveled. They've been shown at various shows, put out in Hyde Hall, and done their sun patients thing. Absolutely grown. And sun patients is also a hybrid. is quite well known for hybrid breeding. And hybrid breeding just says we take something and make it stronger by putting new elements into it. Basically, that's what it comes down to. If you get a good recipe and you put uh, new ingredients in that make your recipe stronger and better, well, that's how it works in breeding. And Sympathians just goes on and on. And Peter told me that this morning or yesterday morning in the UK that the first hard frost, well, that means that probably now, only in November, those Sympathians will finally stop flowering. Now, how's that for an annual? Thank you very much, Jill. And and, uh, all all of these new varieties, I think, Sally, are, are on a video, aren't they? Uh, uh, can we go online to see a video with uh, these Fleur Select winners? 
Yeah, we, we took a really nice video in the spring at a trial at Syngenta Flowers. So, uh, yeah, there is a very nice video where we describe all of those online. And uh, some of it will be on our website as well. So do look on our website and get more information on all of these in introductions. Fluoroselect.com. That's us. Thanks, ladies. I'm off on my travels. See who else we can bump into in these busy corridors. Thank you. I am now on the uh, exhibit of Prudac with Ard Amalan, who uh, invariably has something interesting and exciting to tell us uh, about uh, edibles, and particularly tomatoes and peppers. Now, Ard, can you tell us uh, a little bit about the, the pillar tomato? Pillar tomato is developed for edibles which can grow on... Uh, um, small density so they only grow up they make no side shoots they make only small side shoots with bunches and at the end of the day you have a very upright growing tomato approximately 30 centimeters high which has bunches about 10 to 12 hanging around the plant without long branches damaging your view we do the same with peppers where we have the galaxy peppers, which is called pillar galaxy peppers. These are spicy peppers in three different yeah, spiciness. We have a mild one, a spicy one, and a, a hot one, which only grow up. They grow about 30 centimeters, but they can produce more than 100 fruits a plant. And that comes because the plant is making new fruits on the internodes which are already there. So it's really a high-density plant, the same as with the tomatoes. Then we have the Peppers from Heaven, that's a new, different series. That's a series which grow up uh, approximately 10 to 15 centimeters. Then they make a bunch of fruits. And after that, at the bottom first two, three internodes, they make side shoots and they grow like a basket plant. They can grow till a, a diameter from approximately 60 centimeters and they produce loads of fruits and continuously produce new fruits. They are available in orange, red and yellow and they're all free sweet. So they're very easy to eat and very useful in the garden. You can put them near your doorstep and they continuously produce. Thanks, Ard. I look forward to seeing those in our catalogues in the UK in uh, the very near future. Wish you luck. Thank you. It must be uh, 25, perhaps 30 years since I was in Boskoop in Holland. It is uh, the place to go if you want to see uh, any hardy garden plants, uh, particularly uh, conifers, shrubs, trees, and today I've been invited by Marcel van Bemd, who uh, those of you who listen to our podcast regularly will uh, understand that we've worked together with uh, Gerber in the past, and I would like to think of uh, actually registered the name Garvinia in the general public's general acknowledgement. But now Marcel has broadened his perspective. And Marcel, I'd like you, if you were to tell me a little bit about your new role uh, with herbaceous, hardy garden plants and also um, 
your activity in India. So can you set us first of all Boscoop and the hardy perennials? Yeah, Peter, that is indeed quite a change. You might think going from such a very specialized area of, of gerberas where everything has been worked out till the last detail, but remains only gerbera, going into a nursery called, called Rijmeek, Rijmeek Perennials, which is uh, handling almost 6,000 different species of perennials in here. You can understand that uh, that this enormous scope of different uh, shapes, uh, varieties, uh, growing opportunities uh, is so extremely interesting for me to redevelop, uh, reinvent, to be uh, involved with such a new scope of the business, which you uh, only admire the beautiful shapes of plants. So for me, it was an enormous opportunity to start uh, after 30 years of experience in Gerberas, something completely new, uh, new uh, opportunities in the market also. And uh, it is, uh, in the end, it is different, but in the end, it comes back to the same also, that people like to be amazed by flowers and the use of the flowers. And I'm happy that uh, after the Gerbera experience, I can have this experience now in in a lot of new plants which are also not known to the public so far and it is my goal to try to bring this to the attention of the public and to also make them understand that flowers in in the garden also have a fantastic opportunity to be used uh, indoors as cut flowers with, with different shapes that they've never seen before with different fragrances with everything that you can think of and this is something I would like to do in, in this new role. So that is the reason for the change. Well, as we sit at the table, perhaps I should uh, explain that here in November of all times, there's a beautiful arrangement in uh, lavender shades, uh, Strandia and Centauria, Echinops, uh, Persicaria, oh, and the toad lily, Tricertis. Uh, you know, so you've certainly got your hands on cut flowers from the garden for November. Also, you're involved in the micro-propagation of plants in India. Yeah. Now, can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes, of course, Peter. That is, that is uh, something I also uh, feel like being a baby of myself. In my previous working experience in Gerberas, that was all done by micro-propagation. So working in tissue culture, in a lab, plants are multiplied in a much faster, sterile condition compared to what normally multiplication of plants uh, is. And for the Gerberas, this was the normal procedure. So I was lucky enough to be able to find a good partner in India, where we have set up a company in 1995, starting in there. And since the early beginning, we have now managed to bring that company to quite a reasonable size of uh, operation, where we are producing... Um, millions and millions of plants every year from different species, from different genetics, and succeeding to multiply stocks that you could not think of just by the knowledge that we have developed over the years. And till today, I'm involved in that business. And uh, as I said, working for different breeders around the world, shipping around the world, and uh, giving opportunities for plants and species that otherwise could not have been done. Could you give me an indication to numbers then? I mean, how many staff do you employ and, and how many plants? If it was something like strawberries, say, or gerbera, how many are you producing? Yeah, numbers are always, of course, a bit, uh, yeah, where do you compare it to? But um, to give you some numbers, if I may, at present, we have about 1,400 people working in that operation. 
we are exporting from India to about 30 countries. And I assume that this year we take the 80 million plants box. So that is, uh, that is, I think, a reasonable number of plants. And, um, but we're not finished yet. We have plans to further establish, uh, further to develop. I know that we are maybe not the cheapest in the world, but I think we are one of the best in the world uh, due to the dedication of our staff and the knowledge that we have in the company. So we are approached by quite a few uh, nurseries around the world that see what we are doing and would like to also cooperate with us and to develop their business uh, in, in a joint cooperation further. It's getting to be a tiny world. If uh, when I started in this business, you'd have suggested that somebody would be in uh, sterile laboratories propagating millions of plants in India to ship around the world, I would have thought you were balmy. I wish you every success, Marcel, and a fascinating visit here in Boscoop to see 6,000 different kinds of herbaceous plants. I'm afraid I'll be back. My thanks to Sally van der Horst, to Anne Jennan from Fluoroselect, Jill Corliss from Cicata, Ard Amelin from Prudac, and Marcel van Bemd from Rhinebeck Perennials. That brings my coverage uh, of the trade fair, cup flower show, and visit to the nursery to close. But there's still time for me to give you uh, the thought for the day, which I think I'll do from a desert island this week. And my thought, picked up from one of the trade show stands, where flowers bloom, so does hope. Well, I can tell you, I saw some flowers blooming in Holland and there was plenty of hope. My thanks to everyone I spoke to, to my producer, Rich Jarman, and of course to you for listening. Looking forward to speaking to you next week, where we'll be talking about the medicinal use of plants. My thanks to everyone I spoke to on the podcast, to my producer, Rich Jarman, and of course to you for listening. Looking forward to speaking to you next week, where we'll be talking about the medicinal use of plants. Hope to have you join us then. Now I'm off to enjoy the sunshine and perhaps uh, another rum punch. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.